Hello and welcome back to the meditation edition of the Anything But Square podcast. My name is Gen Kawasang Dorning, or just Gen Dorning. I'm the resident teacher of Kadampa Meditation Centre Australia, up in the Dandenong Ranges, and I have the great good fortune to be hosting this podcast, this series of special meditation sessions here on Anything But Square. So, last time we understood that our mind is defined as clarity, which means it is a a clear, empty-like space that can never possess form and functions as the basis for appearing or perceiving objects. And I encouraged you last week to turn your attention inwards and to try to visualize this empty space. And when you face a difficulty in life, notice that within this space appears, like waves on an ocean, within this space appears painful, emotional feelings. And we learn to practice for dissolving those feelings back into the mind, returning to a mental equilibrium or inner calm. And, and I explained how that calm is the basis for experiencing pleasant feelings, which is how happiness is defined in Buddhism. If you haven't heard that, do go back and uh, listen to that episode because it included a very practical technique for transforming life's difficulties. And it's also a very good basis for this week's session. I'd like to talk to you about self-esteem today, and I'd like to talk about the mistakes that we make with respect to self-esteem, and once again, give a practical technique, tool, tip, solution, whatever you want to call it, just a practical way of being able to improve your self-esteem, your self-worth, and your confidence. Where we go wrong with our self-esteem and our self-confidence is that we generally seek out certain worldly conditions to base our identity and our self-worth on. And this is a bit of a mistake, and I'll explain why shortly, but let me give you an example. Many people in the modern world, to feel good about themselves, they pin their self-worth on what other people think of them. In Buddhism, we call this attachment to reputation, to be concerned about what other people think of us, and indeed to be concerned about what other people are saying to us. It's not uncommon. It's very common, in fact. If you consider uh, most people's experience of work-related stress, you'll often find that underneath that stress, there is a, uh, an attachment or a concern about what the boss or indeed other colleagues think of us. So for example, if you, you're struggling with a project or you're struggling to do something at work, it may seem like the stress and the painful feelings and the painful emotions are arising because we are struggling. But if you dig a bit deeper, you'll probably discover that the actual stress, the actual anxious feelings are coming because we're concerned about what other people think of us. 
good example to illustrate this would be, I'll just go with this. You may not react exactly like this, but just for the sake of example, if you go out to start your car in the morning to go to work, you turn on the ignition and the car doesn't start. Immediately, it feels like we have a problem. And most people would say, my problem at this moment is that my car simply won't start. Is that the real problem, though? For example, if someone then asked you, well, why is that a problem? Maybe you might respond, for the sake of this argument, you might respond by saying, well, I'm going to be late for work now. And then we could say, okay, so the real problem is not your car breaking down. Your real problem is you're going to be late for work. So why is that a problem? And then you might say, well, if I'm late for work, I might lose my job. Now, let's just be realistic here. If you were to lose your job because your car broke down, it's quite possible that you were going to lose your job anyway, and your boss has been looking for an, an excuse to get rid of you. So that's probably not a bad, not a bad end to this. But if we keep asking, keep asking, you'll find that the real source of the painful feeling is what does this person think of me? I uh, had a message from someone recently who said how much pain they experience when they're sick and they have to call in to their boss to say they're sick. And they feel terrible doing it because they feel that they're not going to be believed. And that stems from this idea that our self-worth, confidence, self-esteem is based on what other people think of us. So, there's lots of other things we go wrong, and this is obviously a very short session, but you know we can also base our self-esteem on certain skills that we may have, a position that we hold, possessions, uh, and, and indeed also what people say to us, not just what they think about us, but what they say to us. If someone is telling us we're wonderful, we have great qualities, we're doing a good job, maybe that lifts us up. And if they don't say anything or they say something negative, maybe that makes us fall back down. Maybe your self-esteem is increased when your investments are doing well or your career is going well. And when it's not going so well, maybe again, you start to sink down and you start to become feel weaker in your heart. So all of these things that we tend to rely on to feel good about ourselves, what we can understand is that they are the real reason that we lack self-esteem. Buddha taught that for as long as we remain attached to position, possessions, what people think of us and so forth, we are effectively making ourselves dependent. Our mind becomes unstable and our whole sense of well-being is being determined by the rise and fall of these things. So I want to suggest something quite radical in terms of solving this issue with self-esteem. One of the reasons why we become so dependent on external things is because we're not 100% happy deep down with the person we are. And if we discover there's a fault with us, something wrong, we can't do something, or we maybe we're a bit grumpy, or we have some negative personality trait that's being noticed, 
we desperately try to bury and hide these things. In fact, if somebody points out a fault in us, it's very, very likely that we will become angry. We might even blame the person pointing the fault out, or we'll seek to blame something else, maybe our upbringing, our childhood, and so forth. So this response to having faults, which let's be honest, we all have them, this response actually compounds our self-esteem issues. And so building on from last week, understanding that our actual nature is this calm, clear space, the context of knowing that and trying to reach that, when we discover a fault, something we can't do, or some negative habit of mind, some attachment or some grumpiness or some uncontrolled desire, when we discover it, we just accept it. We just, with a view to reaching the state of peace and eventually transcending all of our faults, we simply accept. Buddha said, those who understand their own faults are truly wise. Now, maybe you're thinking, how on earth does accepting my faults and letting go of all these external structures make me feel good about myself? How does that, trying to not worry about what people think of me and accept that there might be things wrong with me, how does that fortify my self-confidence? And I'll tell you why. Because when we're at peace, and when we're happy, and when we're calm, we like who we are. If we had more time, I would take this to a much further extent by talking about how when we start to really care about others, have compassion for others, that inner peace deepens and our happiness increases and we come to, we come to regard ourselves without pride, we come to regard ourselves as a good person. And once we think we're a good person, it doesn't matter what other people think. So the practice of accepting our own faults takes away the inner conflict that tends to give rise to feelings of pain that make us angry, that make us retaliate, that make us attack others. And because that pain subsides, we start to feel happy in our own skin. So we're probably reaching the end of all the time I have today to explore this. And there's still another couple of episodes left and we have got a few more things to explore. But what I'd like to do in this, in this micro meditation or anything but square micro meditation, I'd like to guide a meditation whereby we stop wanting to boost ourselves or make ourselves happy using external things. We're just going to use our imagination and some contemplation, and we're going to imagine that we have given up wishing for people to think well of us. We have given up wishing for a certain position in our career or a certain wealth. Just we're just going to let go. Please don't worry. If you when you finish the meditation, you're very welcome to go straight back to wanting that high position and all of that wealth. I just want to give you some peace for one or two minutes in meditation. So please don't feel, feel like I'm asking you to change your life. 
what I'm going to do with you is get you to mentally let go for a few minutes, a couple of minutes, and enjoy the mental quietude and inner calm that comes from no longer basing your self-esteem and your identity on things beyond your control. So please find a comfortable posture, straight back, hands in your lap, drop your shoulders, lower your eyelids, relax. And remember, your mind is a vast, clear, empty-like space. It functions to appear or perceive, to manifest thoughts, feelings, memories, and so on. For as long as that is calm, you are happy. And in particular, you are happy with the person you are. We must, to maintain this inner calm, we must be able to accept our faults without being in conflict or turning on ourselves. And we need to let go of being overly concerned about the external structures we build. Just imagine, I have given up worrying about what others think of me. This concern has dissolved into my mind. What I have, what my position is, my experiences, everything. None of these things are who I am. None of these things change anything. And look into your heart and see that inner peace and calm. That's who you are. That's your nature. That's the basis of your self-esteem.
Okay. Once again, that was a very short meditation. I say that every time. But you know what to do now. You can do that meditation every day. Uh, even if it's just five minutes, ten minutes, it's going to make you change the way you feel about yourself. It's going to make you comfortable in your own skin. And then you can help the people you love. Of course, if you get grumpy and somebody says to you, you're being grumpy, we need to be able to say, I'm sorry. Don't fight it. Just relax. Accept. Accept. That humility that enables us to accept when we're at fault or when we have faults is actually a good quality. And so it transforms the fault that we have into the source of our self-esteem because we like who we are. Anyone with humility likes who they are. They're at peace. They're comfortable. Okay, so slightly longer session today, but uh, we, we have more to, to explore together. So please don't miss the next episode, the next meditation episode of the Anything But Square podcast. In the meantime, do explore fedsquare.com. And uh, maybe we'll even see you at one of our free meditation sessions in the atrium, which is Tuesday lunchtime, half past 12. And if you want to know more about what we are doing at the temple, please do check out our social media, Meditate in Melbourne, both on Facebook and Instagram. Have a wonderful rest of your day and don't miss the next episode.